Ah, yes, the melodic sounds of Joe Biden falling over on his bicycle. Poor, poor Joe. Just like the White House Christmas tree fell over yesterday. Coincidence? Maybe. Well, happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday and welcome. A lot of madness in the world. How much of it is coming from the Democratic Party, Michael? Well, I think an awful lot of it is coming from the Democratic Party. That's easy to see. Plain for everyone to see right here. Yeah, Oakland, California. A lot of crazy people in Oakland, California. That's been true for a long time. But, you know, now the Democrats have kind of flattened this out across the country and they're crazy everywhere. Just watched a video, Oakland, California. Well, there's the video of the city council meeting where they voted to demand that, you know, Israel declare a ceasefire forever, forever, because, you know, genocide is their bag in the Oakland city council run entirely by left-wing Democrats who are all radicals. And they invited, uh, you know, citizens. They they don't think of themselves that way. Uh, they invited citizens to come up and comment. And they're all anti-Israel and pro-Hamas. It's kind of, a, and they say, oh, the Israelis, they lied. They killed their own babies. It's, uh, they, they didn't use the term false flag, but they were thinking it. Right? And they should call for a ceasefire maybe in Oakland because that's a free fire zone. You're more likely to be shot and killed in Oakland than you are in Afghanistan. But uh, never mind that for the time being. Just watched a video, Sebastian Gorka and I going back and forth this morning, watched a video of eight Democrats in hoodies with guns, you know, pistols. Many of them had uh, extended magazines, and they were robbing a 7-Eleven owned by a man who's an immigrant, uh, looks like from India, and uh, they held the security guard. They have a security guard at a 7-Eleven. He's armed because so many Democrats are around and they're dangerous. And uh, they took the firearm away from the security guy because there were eight of them and they all had guns. And uh, they were there to steal a shipment of cigarettes. That's how it's gotten. I mean, honestly, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid were like the Red Cross compared to the average Democrat population these days. They should call for a ceasefire in the city council of Oakland. Should call for a ceasefire in Oakland first and see how that goes. Yeah, eight guys all wearing hoodies, all the news story Uh, talks about it and shows it. All African-American, all wearing hoodies. Not that hoodies. Remember, who was it? Trayvon Martin wearing a hoodie. And the news media was like, oh, there's nothing sinister about a hoodie unless you're robbing people with a gun with an extended, and Michael and I were in this video this morning, extended magazines, that's illegal. Yeah, that's the the joke is that the Democrats, they they make an extended magazine illegal. Uh, And... You know, then when the armed robbers show up and and uh, pistol whip people and beat them and rob the place, then the, if the police actually show up and arrest them, then the Democrats let them go in a matter of minutes because they want to have more of this. More. The Democrats are not on our side. Completely crazy. And I'm going to get back to Israel because the, the Democrats. I'm going to get back to that a little bit later on. But I also want to talk about our border because it turns out there is a train coming. There is a train coming from uh, south-central Mexico, and the train is laden, I tell you, with thousands and thousands of illegal aliens from all over the stinking world. And I see you've heard, like, the first world and the third world. Uh, These people are from the stinking world. 
the stinking world has sent a bunch of people to get on this uh, train. It's a freight train, and they're all on uh, top. And, you know, like Joe Biden uh, likes to sing, there's something about a train that's magic, isn't there? And all these illegal aliens got uh, human traffickers and drug traffickers and, and fugitives from their countries. We've, we captured a Brazilian who escaped from custody in Brazil after being convicted of murdering 11 people in a massacre and he got 275 years and 10 months in prison, and he escaped and came to the United States, and he was working at somebody's house and where was it, New Hampshire or Vermont, when ICE captured him, and the Democrats want to defund ICE. And then there was that uh, guy in Pennsylvania. He was from Brazil, too, and he was wanted for murder in Brazil, and he came into the country, and then he murdered that nice lady in Brazil by stabbing her to death. Then he was on the run for, what, two weeks or something before they caught him because... You know, Democrats love more crime. They don't like us. They don't like you. These are not good people. Don't vote for them. Just a suggestion. If you're a communist, you should go ahead and vote for them. If you like murder, you should go ahead and vote for the Democrats. The organ harvest is very important to medical science, and the Democrats do facilitate the organ harvest, just like the communist Chinese. But, uh, but let's go with, uh, with that said, because this morning I was watching the television. And it was quite remarkable, the video of the, of the locomotive coming along, the, uh, the freight train covered with illegal aliens, and our border is under attack, and the Democrats have orchestrated that attack on our border. And in fact, there is a, a reporter who was, uh, who was down there who has been covering it for a long time, and he talks about how you know they knew when Trump was in office that they'd be stopped, they'd be caught, they'd be deported. And then Joe Biden rang the dinner bell, and they're offering fruit baskets and, and uh, free apartments in New York and things. You know, the illegal aliens in New York City, they were brought to a tent city and, and have them said, no, 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 I'm staying at the Roosevelt Hotel, Hotel downtown. I'm in Manhattan. I live in Manhattan. I don't live in a tent city in Brooklyn. And they refused to stay. And then the news media stopped talking about it. It's, uh, it's an amazing thing. So let's go to uh, soundbite number 16, number 16. Because Griff, Jaken, Griff Jenkins of uh, Fox News, who's a friend and a good guy and a surfer, and he is, uh, he's, you know, at the border and covering the news. And the invasion is, is ongoing. But don't worry your little self about that because the Democrats are managing how many have we had? More than 8 million illegal crossings since Joe Biden became president. And I heard some leftist radical liar on television, uh, I think it was even, I think it was Fox News yesterday, saying, oh, well, Joe Biden has deported more people than Donald Trump did. Well, Donald Trump controlled the border. So we didn't have 8 million people cross into the country. And you know, get the Brazilian mass murderer and the Brazil escaped from prison, eleven murdered eleven people, convicted of murdering eleven people, and then the the murderer that escaped and then murdered the woman in Pennsylvania. That's just Brazil, and that's just two cases. But but never mind all that. So here's Griff, Griff Jenkins uh, laying down what's happening, and again this train coming toward our southern border because the Democrats are giving away gift baskets to illegals. All you have to do is reach our border and all kinds of good stuff uh, comes in for you. So here is the uh, the acting chief of uh, 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 border agent, 
uh, Juan G. Bernal. I want to get to him in just a moment. Here's Griff Jenkins down at the border, Fox News. In less than two months, Del Rio sector agents have apprehended 21 convicted sex offenders attempting to enter the country illegally. What were their convictions? Well, they include child rape, sexual assault, and sodomy. See, the Democrats hear that and they think, oh, they're on our side. Where they're thinking, we should get them jobs as school teachers. Somebody call the teachers' unions. We've got 21 new teachers. Ring-a-ding-ding. That's your Democrat Party. That's just in the Del Rio sector. In less than two months. Just in one sector. Just in less than two months. 21 convicted sex offenders, child rape, you heard the rest. Pretty amazing stuff. And the Democrats, they see that and they're like, hey, you know, these definitely future Democrat voters, and we'll just give them driver's licenses. No, we'll give them a ride somewhere. They should all go to Martha's Vineyard. Martha's Vineyard should be so overpopulated that it might flip over. (laughs) That's a Hank Johnson reference, Congressman Hank Johnson, who thought that Guam might flip over if too many Marines were sent to Guam because there are a lot of members of Congress, you may have detected this, who are not very bright people. My fear is that uh, the whole island will uh, become so overly populated that it will tip over and, uh, and capsize. He's been reelected uh, since he said that by the voters in Georgia who are Democrats. Every day is an IQ test. And we as a nation are not doing very well at this particular moment in time. It has a lot to do with the public education system, which was taken over by the radical left so they could teach your boy that he's a girl and your girl that she's a boy. And and, uh, just don't let him play duck, duck, goose, whatever you do. It's not the game it used to be. I am telling you, these guys... Man, oh, man. I, uh, yeah, and the acting chief patrol agent, Juan G. Bernal, um, actually posted the photographs of the 21 sex offenders that they captured. And you'll be surprised to learn that all of them are men and uh, they're all from, you know, other countries. And the acting chief patrol agent, Juan Bernal, on an ex post, In less than two months, Del Rio sector agents have apprehended 21 convicted sex offenders attempting to enter the country illegally. Due to the hard work and dedication of our agents, these dangerous individuals were not able to enter our country. Great work. And that's uh, true. Now, the Democrats hate the law enforcement people and the Border Patrol people, and they want to defund them. and, And if they can, they want to put them in jail because they're not on our side. Let's go back to uh, Griff Jenkins because there was another another thing that kind of amused me this morning. You may remember that the Biden family has taken millions of dollars from a lot of countries around the world. And one of them is Romania. Why Romania? That's kind of weird. Isn't that where Count Dracula comes from? I think it is. Isn't that where they have werewolves and, you know, uh, old gypsy women and in uh, Chuck Wagons, Maria Ospenskaya, I see the sign of the pentagram in your hand. 
So uh, Romanians made 16 payments to the Biden family, totaling more than $3 million. This is no big deal at CNN and the New York Times. Nothing to see here. This is according to the House Committee on Oversight and Accountability. Romanian oligarch made 16 payments to the Biden family, totaling more than $3 million to Biden associate account. While Joe Biden was vice president of the United States, Biden family accounts ultimately received approximately $1.038 million. The total amount from Romania to the Biden family and their associates is more than $3 million. And that's kind of strange. And then there is our northern border, which we're not really paying close attention to. Meanwhile, the northern border is getting hammered by their standards. CBP says agents in Maine intercepted 20 Romanian nationals on Thanksgiving. A leaked Border Patrol memo showing bosses surging resources there to handle increasing numbers. Well, that's kind of weird, isn't it? If you're not paying attention, a lot of stuff can get by you. That's, that's remarkable. Isn't that strange? Romania sneaking in. 20 of them. Got 21 sexual predators in the south, uh, 20 Romanians in the north, and uh, law enforcement is, is catching them. But, you know, there are more than 8 million across our border since Joe Biden. Uh, also, speaking of Canada, which is, as you know, America's largest national park and America's hat. We need a hat because of the cold weather up there. And Canada is America's hat. Uh, and I mentioned this a little while ago, but these are actual news stories. Now, I'm not making this up. Canadian super pigs threaten to invade U.S. Canadian super pigs. That's what they're called, super pigs. And these are feral pigs, wild pigs, wild hogs. The, uh, and the, <laughs> the independent, this is an actual uh, Canadian super pigs threaten to invade U.S. So not only Romanians coming from Canada and then all that smoke from their fires, they got a lot of fires. You guys should put those out. Canadian feral pigs pose a possible threat to North Dakota. Local story out of Bismarck. These feral pigs are invading the United States. They're coming down in hordes. We're going to have to get some helicopters. Go up there. Break out your Remington 700. We're, we're going to go get some Canadian feral pigs. They're invading from the north. When will we hold Canada to account for how long will we allow this to happen? Where is the President of the United States? Feral pigs indeed. Hey, it's Chris Plant, excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Visit ChrisPlantCruise.com. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. The communists in China have rolled out their latest virus. 
Now it's in Europe and the United States and Washington, D.C., but, but don't worry. That's what the American news media says. I will update you on that as well. Right now, let's go to the telephones. Let's go to Nathan calling from Chattanooga, Tennessee. Nathan, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hey, Chris, how's it going? Great. Hey, uh, uh, so I know you like to make a lot of movie references and compare various liberals to the Morlocks from the time machine. Uh-huh. But, um, <laughs> you, you play these, uh, these recordings of people screaming and protesting and moaning and so on and carrying on outside of uh, various events, and it reminded me of the family harassing Neville in The Omega Man <laughs> and uh, you know, besieging him in his apartment as he's trying to create a cure for humanity for this uh, disease that's plagued the you know the world right yeah and, charlton and heston they're just right right yeah they're out there moaning and carrying on and screaming come out neville come out you know just harassing him and then i was looking it up to make sure i had the details right and i remember they uh the family would go around and destroy anything related to science because they thought science was the the enemy that had created the the disease so they're very anti-progress as well and anti-society so I just hadn't heard you reference the Omega Man and you know, those people harassing poor Neville. And you're and you're and, uh, suggesting that that's reminiscent of today's Democratic Party. Yes, yes. How they like yeah. to go and you know moan and cr- carry on and cr- scream and yell and protest yeah. outside of you yeah. know funerals for for goodness sake. Right, and they have the because the uh, the you know the zombie army in the Omega Man. They wear black hoodies like Democrats, right? They have eyes that glow right. in the dark. They're like glassy-eyed zombies of the Democrat Party. Anthony right. Zerbe, right, I believe, exactly. is Anthony Zerbe is the actor who's the head of the uh, the hooded ones uh, hunting uh, Charlton Heston, who is in the movie. He's an army colonel. He is a medical doctor mm-hmm. and a virologist, and he's trying to use his own blood to create a serum uh, to save the world, right? right? Yeah, right. and they're a they're a death cult, is what they are. They're outside moaning and trying to trying to destroy any any hope of that humanity has. You're right, and and this uh, reminds you of the you think this uh, movie and it was a book first might have been prophecy, and now we've arrived at that <laughs> uh, destination. And you know, Joe Biden is Anthony Zerbe, and it's true they're anti-science. They don't know how many genders there are. They're yeah, you're right. They're like it is the zombie apocalypse. Uh, the Democrat Party is, uh, they're the open border party. They're pro-Hamas, pro-carjacking, pro-looting. They are the party of looting, aren't they? Yes, they are. And there is a reporter that has been covering the uh, the hijinks at our southern border. His name is Advan Cabello. Advan Cabello has been covering the... Uh, the border for quite some time, uh, including under President Trump. And he was interviewed yesterday when he explained, you know, he kind of put it all in a nutshell pretty well, I think. The answer is that the open, the uh, border is open. Uh, they, they talk about uh, President Biden's invitation at the, and that they're going to be helped. Uh, that's the, one of the main answers that they give. And I asked them, why now? Why didn't you come before? Have you heard of President Trump? It's like, oh, yeah, we, we've heard of him. And um, he, he was very strict. And we weren't going to risk coming under him to get deported. We weren't going to risk coming in under him to get deported. 
Isn't that interesting? The Chicago Sun-Times has, it's kind of a funny newspaper. They, they're unintentionally humorous, but, but occasionally quite humorous. And they've got, a, uh, they've got an article today. The headline is, Repealing Chicago's Sanctuary City Ordinance Would Put Immigrants at Risk of Being Deported. Well, no, that's not true. That headline is false, and the Chicago Sun-Times published that. No, it would put illegal immigrants at risk of being deported because they're here, what's the word again? Illegally, which is illegal. And it's written by Saul Ariano. And Saul Ariano, he claims he's the son of Elvira Ariano. I wouldn't doubt that. An immigrant rights advocate, and now this is an illegal immigrant right. Right said, whose courageous stand against deportation in 2006 brought international attention to our case. Today, I'm deeply troubled by the anti-immigrant rhetoric. It's anti-illegal immigrant rhetoric, and that's all, emanating from members of the Chicago City Council, particularly Ninth Ward Alderman Anthony Beal and 15, 15th Ward Alderman Raymond Lopez. I think he's Latino, isn't he? Isn't that right? who are seeking to repeal the welcoming city ordinance that makes Chicago a sanctuary city. The damaging discourse and this anti-immigrant proposal, it's anti-illegal immigrant, not, it's not anti, it's a lie to call it, and the editors shouldn't allow this, but they're filth. The uh, people, to, they're not journalists, they're not news people, they're liars and activists and frauds. Sure, it, it would directly target families like mine. Are you all still here illegally? Because, you know, it's illegal to be here illegally. Are you aware of that? These are words that we use in the English language, and they used to work pretty well, but also undermine the inclusivity and diversity our city needs. The city needs inclusivity and diversity. <laughs> wait, 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 what not there? Are we missing something? Oh, yeah, equity. Equity. We should have equity. Diversity, inclusivity, equity. We should probably have all that stuff. And uh, that's what they're right. It's, it's, uh, it's a big lie. Our news media um, basically is a, a stain on Western civilization. It's a big lie. Pretty amazing stuff. The, the city of Chicago, like many other places, drowning, drowning in the, in the illegal, the wave of illegal aliens. You know, the mayor of New York City, Eric Adams, he said that the illegals would destroy the city of New York. And he, uh, there's a montage now of Eric Adams saying, okay, the White House is screwed. The White House is responsible for this. The Biden administration needs to, we need billions of dollars. We can't handle all these illegal aliens coming into the city, going to destroy the city. And because he spoke up, this is my supposition, because he spoke up against the Biden administration policies, the FBI was set loose on him and raided the home of his chief fundraiser, a woman of color, then grabbed the mayor, seized his multiple cell phones and his iPad, took them away. Now they're threatening to put him in prison for allegedly taking money illegally, campaign money, from people in Turkey. That's a country. And uh, wow. And then a woman came forward, and just before the deadline, it was a squeaker. Hours before the deadline, a woman came forward and said, oh, yeah, by the way, Eric Adams raped me 30 years ago in 1993. Wow, isn't that amazing? And nobody's interviewed Eric Adams to ask, 
whether he believes this is political revenge by the White House unleashing the Justice Department, so-called, the FBI used to be. And then this woman comes out of nowhere. Now, why, why not when he was running for mayor or after he was elected mayor? Why just now? Why did this woman come for after 30 years? Suddenly this woman, oh no, and there's a deadline. She had to file the, the complaint, the charges, within a matter of hours, less than a day left before the law reverted and she wouldn't be allowed because they changed the law in New York in order to target President Trump for allegedly having an incident with a woman in the dressing room at Bergdorf Goodman's department store in Manhattan also decades ago. So the Democrats in Albany changed the law so that the statute of limitations no longer applied so they could prosecute President Trump. But they changed the law saying, but this change is only in effect for one year and it will go back to, you know, the statute of limitations will be reinstated on Thanksgiving Day 2023, which was last week. So the woman filed the charges on t- on Wednesday, uh, the day before Thanksgiving, and uh, hours before the law reverted and she wouldn't be able to file the charges. And isn't that amazing? He comes out and he's talking smack about the Biden White House and how they're responsible for this and they're killing the city of New York. And then suddenly the FBI raids, seizing cell phones, threats of prison sentences, illegal money, and then a woman comes forward with hours left. And all of that is perfectly normal because, you know, the left jails their political enemies. And if you cross the Democrat Party, then you know how that goes. That's how it works. Now, uh, the communists in China, they unleashed the Wuhan Red Death. You know, some people call it COVID, but we know it as the Wuhan Red Death because even though they still lie about this, the Democrats and the left, it came from the Wuhan Institute of Virology in the city of Wuhan, China. And uh, they were playing with germ warfare agents there. And then suddenly, wow, what a coincidence. The Wuhan was on the loose. And they say that the Wuhan has caused more than 7 million deaths worldwide. And more than 1 million deaths in the United States of America. That's what they say, a million. That's more Americans dying from the Wuhan Red Death than were killed in World War I, World War II, Korea, and Vietnam combined. And it happened in just about a year and a half, two years, more than a million American deaths. Joe Biden didn't ask Xi Jinping about it. Xi Jinping, a ricochet rabbit, didn't ask Xi Jinping about it when they were in California a couple of weeks ago. Remember when they cleaned up San Francisco for a few hours, created that Potemkin village, paid children to stand out and the streets, line the streets, waving communist flags, communist red Chinese flags, right? Well, now there's more. There's more because while the Chinese uh, loose, also I mentioned this, the Washington Post had a story a few weeks ago now where they said that the official numbers of 7 million people killed worldwide, 7 to 7.5 million people, the Washington Post said that their experts tell them, well, that number could actually be two or three times that large, It could be 14 million people or 21 million people killed by the Wuhan Red Death worldwide. It was in the Washington Post, so you can't believe it. But but that said, there is now a new 
pneumonia, a new virus that is rampant in China. And uh, I was I shared with you an article yesterday from the radical left wing blog site Politico and uh, Carmen Pawn, P-A-U-N, Carmen Pawn is the typist, and Kelly Hooper. China's hospitals are filling again, comma, but don't worry. What, me worry? But don't worry. This is the uh, left-wing Politico. It's a Democrat Party front group. A wave of respiratory diseases hitting China is more likely the return of seasonal illness the country suppressed with prolonged COVID lockdowns than another pandemic threat. Well, if you can't believe Carmen Pawn, who can you believe? Children are flooding the hospitals now in the same way they did in the U.S. a year ago. Infectious disease experts told Politico. They have experts. They talk to experts, so you can trust them. They, they might be anonymous and Nobody's ever heard of them, but they're experts. Don't worry about it. China getting hit now as virus season arrives. See, they, how many, it's like every in every sentence they have to say, this is perfectly normal. There's nothing to see here. Because it maintained COVID lockdowns for longer than most other countries, ending them only after a public revolt in January. The peasants are revolting. You're telling me they stink on ice. Lockdowns and other pandemic precautions protected people not only from COVID, but from other highly infectious respiratory diseases that are more dangerous to kids, such as flu. But wait a minute, if you said it was like flu here, they banned you from from Twitter and from Facebook. And RSV, RSV, I once traveled across the country in an RSV. Have you ever done that? It's uh, kind of fun. Many children have never previously encountered the virus's bacteria that can cause illness and particularly susceptible. Now, here's the thing. The hospitals in China are being flooded with a new respiratory virus, which is pneumonia-like. But they don't say that it's pneumonia. They say it's pneumonia-like. And it uh, is particularly dangerous for children. But the American news media says China's hospitals are filling again, but don't worry. Remain calm. All is well. All is well. I think that uh, took me, that was uh, Kevin Bacon in, uh, at the end of Animal House being trampled by the, the band, I think. And that's, uh, that's, I didn't see that coming. And now the New York Post reports. Unexplained child pneumonia cases now spike in parts of Europe as alarming surge continues in China. China. And, you know, uh, Trump, uh, uh, half the country makes fun of the word China now because of the way Trump says it. And he's not even trying to make fun of the word. It's just the way he says it, you know. So unexplained child pneumonia cases now spike in parts of Europe as alarming surge continues in China. The New York Post writes, and the New York Post has been right about everything for the last 10 years, I think, and, and the New York Times and the Washington Post are not right. So this is important news that our news media, the American news media, is, is they're not really a legitimate news media. Pneumonia cases in children are unexpectedly surging in the Netherlands at an alarming rate. There's that word again, alarming. At the same time as China continues to grapple with a tidal wave of respiratory illnesses threatening to overwhelm its hospitals. 
Last week, 80 out of every 100,000 children in the Netherlands between the ages of 5 and 15 were treated for pneumonia, reported the Netherlands Institute for Health Services Research. It's, you got to make it an acronym, though. It's NIVEL. Is everybody doing this acronym thing everywhere you go? I think so. Pneumonia cases among TOTS, ages 4 and under, were also on the rise, jumping from 124 to 145 per 100,000. This is the biggest pneumonia outbreak in the Research Institute has ever recorded, in recent years at least. For comparison, at the height of the flu season, 2022, there were 60 recorded cases out of every 100,000 children, five and under. Now, that's the uh, the Netherlands, right? And Fox News also has a story, childhood pneumonia surges reported in Netherlands amid outbreak in China. And wait a minute, it gets closer to home now. D.C. area hospitals report uptick. That's a, a word that is often abused. That generally means a small increase, but sometimes it triples. The numbers triple, and the news media says it's an uptick. That's not an uptick. An uptick is a minor increase. D.C. area hospitals report uptick in uh, sick visits as global concerns for respiratory illnesses grows. D.C. area hospitals are reporting seeing an uptick in sick visits amidst global concerns for respiratory illness. And it started in China, and here it comes. It's in Europe. Now it's in the United States. It's pneumonia-like. The uh, Fox News people report the mysterious respiratory illness reportedly wreaking havoc in hospitals in China and now raising concerns for the medical community. It's another community. Is it a gated community? Across the country, that's the United States, and impacting Washington, D.C. So across the country, the United States, and in across, uh, well, in D.C. and across the U.S., and in the Netherlands and in Europe, and it started in China. And the news media is telling us, like uh, Kevin Bacon in Animal House here, uh, remain calm. There is nothing to see here. Just like the last time, Chinese health officials are also insisting the surge in respiratory illnesses is caused by the flu and other known pathogens. Well, yeah, they know them. Maybe they were working on them in the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Nothing to see here. Chinese health officials told the World Health Organization that they have not detected any, quote, unusual or novel diseases, end quote. You know, the novel coronavirus. That's uh, what it was called. So uh, communism and the news media. But I repeat myself. These are extraordinary times. Mongo only pawn in game of life. The city of Chicago has a left-wing radical mayor named Let's Go Brandon Johnson, and he is an extremely corrupt person. I, I didn't realize how corrupt he is, but he spoke and said some really crazy stuff. I mean crazy. That uh, Chicago is, you know, a, again, a free fire zone. It's like a war zone. You'd be safer in Iraq than you during the war than you would be in Chicago right now. And pretty amazing stuff. There is a 
A report out of Chicago today, Chicago Police Department, 14 people robbed at gunpoint in three hours. Police uh, offering, Liz, I love this, offering a warning, not a, a reward, offering a warning to residents. That's what the Chicago police are offering because a warning, not a reward to residents after several neighborhoods across the city. 14 people were robbed at gunpoint in the span of three hours. Sunday morning, probably up late, you know, rather than getting up early. Uh, According to Chicago Police, the robberies happened between 5.06 a.m. and 7.53 a.m. I think we might be talking about the same people who are going around robbing people at gunpoint. And uh, police are looking for Democrats Officers say during each robbery, a group of four men exited a black Audi G5 being oppressed in their Audi G5. And they've got the license plate number here, too. You know, BW72037. Pointed guns uh, against the victims' heads while demanding property. That sounds pretty normal. The men stole wallets, purses, cell phones, money from the victims. And this is 14 people robbed at gunpoint in three hours. Now, that's, uh, that's kind of normal in Chicago. Police say during four of the robberies, victims were battered. Uh, one victim was shot in one of the incidents. Now, you got to hear what the mayor of Chicago has to say because he's a Democrat, and he knows who to blame for all this. It's kind of astonishing, but I guess it shouldn't be at this point because of the rampant mental illness afflicting Democrats from coast to coast. And the mayor of Chicago is no exception. Let's go Brandon Johnson. What he had to say about crime and mayhem in the city of Chicago coming up. The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen. 